Welcome to Beyond the Field, a property and finance series powered by Money Empire. The content you're about to hear is designed to educate and inspire you to tick off your property and finance goals. And when we say beyond the field, we mean your field, whatever that may be. Money Empire is an experienced financial advisory firm with over 10 years experience. We deal in this world day in, day out and want to give you, the loyal listener, exclusive access to behind the scenes of the property and finance industry. We've helped thousands of clients with their financial journeys, everything from first home buyers right through to managing clients with extensive property portfolios from New Zealand and abroad. Each week, BTF includes special guest episodes. We chat with industry leaders, entrepreneurs, sports stars, and the stories of everyday people. Now it is your turn to take back control of your future. So kick back and absorb. I'm Kay Molstrom. I'm Ethan Asiwa. And I'm Goran Lonka. And today we're going to have a roundtable discussion on a listener's question asking, do I need to sell my current home to upgrade or buy a new home? Gents. Fantastic question. Um, it, all, it all depends on, on the actual person, their goals and objectives, and whether or not um, you know the actual servicing can work um, if they want to look at the option of keeping the current one mm. and buying the next one using... Um, usable equity so first of all so it comes down to hey do i want to have a rental property and have a family home do i want to carry both of that debt and or do i just sell my current home and upgrade with a smaller amount of debt so it's going to come down to numbers at the end of the day yeah it's going to come down to numbers um what the potential clients exact position what do they want to do what are they trying to accomplish where do they want to be in five years ten years everyone's situation um, around this question will be different Um, and at the end of the day it comes back to serviceability and what type of debt they want to carry and what their goals are okay let's focus we know two assets are better than one because two assets appreciate over time especially on property whereas one does appreciate but you don't get as much as that uh, capital gains in there so let's focus on client has the family home and they want to keep that as a rental and buy a new family home or a new purchase how can that be done well in terms of uh, purchasing the next one they will have to have a deposit or come up with a deposit that can either come from cash or the they can actually pull out the equity that they have in their current home so most people won't have cash because they would have been paying down debt so they'll most likely have equity 100 percent. so Let's talk about the equity component. Mm -hmm. We've got true equity, Mm -hmm. which is what your property is worth, less your mortgage, and then we have usable equity or bank equity, which is what your property value is worth. Obviously, then the loan-to-value ratio, less your mortgage. Correct, yeah. That's where people probably fall over a little bit. Correct, yeah. And this is where they sort of come to a hurdle. And there's many people out there, and we've said this on, on a number of podcasts before, there will be... A bucket load of people out there are in Hamman and not even knowing on the amount of equity that they're sitting on that they can use for a deposit for the next purchase and think in yep. their head we have to sell yep. in order to buy the next one. Yep. Some people will want to do that because they want to obviously minimize their debt but there will be a lot of usable equity out there. And then likewise there's a lot of people out there that say might have an eight million dollar home and they might have an $800,000 mortgage and think they've got $200,000 of equity to use. Mm. It just doesn't work that way. Okay, so 
we've established in this case they have usable equity in the home to use as a deposit to purchase the new home. Issa, what's the next step they need to think of or look at? They've got to look at what they want to purchase for, yep. um, what the new upgraded family home is going to look like. Um, and then they're going to say, well, what is my existing property going to rent out for and yep. what income can you derive from that to use for servicing of the new overall mortgage? So the key part is servicing. Can you service my existing debt plus my new debt for the new purchase? And if the, if the answer is yes from a banking criteria, the next step is to, I suppose, strip back the numbers and work out rental income. What does that look like? What can that service on my property? Can that take care of a big part of the um, interest component of the mortgage, the rates, the insurance, the property management fee, and a bit of outgoings on the property? 100%. I think when we sit down with clients and go through the actual numbers in terms of cash flow with owning two properties and the end goal in terms of capital gains, they actually start seeing the picture quite clearly and yeah. in most cases they're not forced to sell their current house. Yeah. So what you guys are telling me is that it does come down to debt servicing and numbers. That if the numbers stack up and work, if the debt servicing works and then the numbers stack up and it's viable to keep both, that's the option you could potentially look at moving forward. Absolutely. If, you can, if the overall goal at the end of the day is to own two assets, two assets is better than owning one asset. And if you can think long term as well and all the numbers stack up, then there's you do everything possible to keep both properties. I will, I will clarify that that's not everyone's cup of tea. Some people don't like to carry huge amounts of debt. Some people, like us, because we work with numbers all day, we're happy to carry that kind of stuff. We know the outcomes. But everyone's goals and objectives are different. Everything needs to align with what the individual is comfortable with and happy to do. People like ourselves or banks can guide them down that path and give them options. But again, you really have to be comfortable um, to make that call. 100%. And there will be situations, especially if you're looking at um, purchasing in Auckland, where a client will want to have two assets, but are realistic and know they're going to have to top up the mortgage each week, yeah. which is fine. As long as they can afford it, no problem. What we have seen over the last 18 or 24 months in today's value terms is that interest rates have dropped super low, will continue to go so. So these properties or potential of these families that numbers didn't actually work two years ago are now working because interest rates obviously have dropped the cost of holding debt. Mm -hmm. So that has enabled people to be able to leverage. Quite 100%. Nicely. Gents, always a pleasure and uh, adding your expertise in here. Uh, if you have any questions, please let us know. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. For more information on this episode and hundreds more, you can visit us at Beyond the Field Podcast on all social platforms. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Now it's your turn to take control and build your empire beyond your field.